0: And welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 7, A Classy Move by a Classy Man. In this episode, JFG Ash plays a game that makes him rip his face off. JFG Alex gets way too excited about this motorcycle game. Phil motherfucking Spencer comments on How I Pee. I mean, new IPs. And also, we take a trip down memory lane. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And if not, play Worms while listening to Katy Perry.
1: Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 7 I'm joined by my good friend, as always, it's old
0: Schley. Hello, Ash. Hey, buddy, guess what? Windows has just been like, why not update Windows? You know, we'll do it in 15 minutes. All right. Yeah, but, you know, I've told it to shut its face and postpone it for four hours, so that's fine. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll be done in four hours. I hope so. <laughs> How are you? Uh, um, yeah I'm good buddy I've uh, been playing some games without you This week I must say It's been nice And also extremely frustrating <laughs> Well I've had a frustrating time
1: as well Because I haven't been playing as many games That is unfortunate I've been shiting about the southeast Doing gigs <laughs> To
0: no one Which has been really fun For little or no money I'm hoping
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That's the only that's, way to do it. It's
1: the only way to do it, yeah. that's <laughs> how it works. So yeah, I was out of action for like three nights in a row and you had to kind of um, find something to do, didn't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, luckily I did. And I did write a little article about that. Yeah. It went well, but I'll, I'll talk about that later when we talk about what we've been playing.
1: Yeah, it's a cheeky segue into uh, what's new on the site, um, and new on the site this week we have a, a first play of Dark Souls 2, um, which, uh, the remastered one isn't its is it, Scholar of the First Sin, I think it's sin, called. Sin, yes, of um, First Sin. And this is a game that <laughs> neither of us had ever played a Souls game before, and yeah. then you, <laughs> you
0: bought one and played it. Yeah... Um, after reading or listening to a few podcasts that I've been playing like Bloodborne uh, recently I think I've picked the wrong game because a lot of people are saying that this uh, particular Dark Souls is the hardest one so not the best starting point then (laughs) probably not but um, I I have enjoyed it and I I think I'll, uh, I'll, I'll carry on with it maybe because I've paid for it now, <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> well, that's um, that's something I know very little about. Um, although, yeah, I'm looking forward to you talking about it in the what we've been playing section. Yeah. Um, but so that went up on the site. We've also got um, uh, an article about Never Alone, which was is one of this month's PS Plus games which I sat down and thought I'll play this for sort of half hour or so and then I'll write a little piece on it And um,
0: Did you end up just completing it in one sitting? I did,
1: yeah, yeah. I thought you did that <laughs> I mean it's not so bad as like when I did it with BioShock Infinite and stuff like that cuz this game's <laughs> only like a couple yeah. of hours long but
0: <laughs> it's not like 10 hours later oh my eyes are still wide open <laughs> yeah 10
1: hours later it's 8 in the morning the sun's coming up I'm like oh, I've been waiting for this game for like 4 years I've now finished <laughs> it <laughs> I'm done in
0: one night in one night <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Nicely
1: done. (laughs) Yeah, not the best. But uh, yeah, so that went up. And uh, also a first play of Home, which Home is the game I thought Thomas Was Alone was when I bought Thomas Was Alone. (laughs) We finally got to the bottom of it.
0: Yeah, we had to buy it. We had to. And
1: plus it was only two quid. (laughs) So, <laughs> £2. Um, yeah, quite the so point. I've written a piece on that, which is on the site. We're also doing a... Well, we were just going to do a little let's have a look video. Together we uh, share played that and we played it together. And uh, just ended up
0: playing all the way through. Yeah, just did the whole game in one go. Yep. But then that game has clearly got some replay value. I Massive say. amounts of replay
1: value, yeah. And I'm sure we'll go through I mean, I, I haven't technically... I haven't played past the first level technically, but I wish we were share playing. so I uh, <laughs> yeah, n-
0: next time you can play it buddy and I'll watch because I'm quite happy to watch that
1: yeah sounds like a plan but uh, yeah so we've got an article and videos and there'll be lots more videos of that going up um, over the next couple of weeks um, and finally we did a video on planet side 2 the beta we both got onto the beta this is a game that we'd played on. PC a couple of years ago, I think now. Um, yeah, it must have been. When it was in its infancy on there and uh, didn't really enjoy it, but I think we got a bit unlucky with sort of underpopulated servers.
0: Yeah, you're saying didn't really enjoy it. We didn't have a fucking clue what we were doing. That's no. what it was. And <laughs> it's we were true. in a similar situation with this one. But after a while, we, we kind of got to grips with what to do. So it wasn't too bad.
1: Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, we'll talk about it more in the next section. And, um, yeah, but the video's up on the site, so go and have a look.
0: Yeah, quite the ball ache of an editing session, that with using two perspectives, which was fun, and trying to keep them in sync. And You're learning, Ash. Ah, it's all a learning experience, you know, so we can finally do this for a full-time job. Oh, well, that'd be lovely. <laughs> it can only cool. get better. Indeed.
1: So I guess we should move on to what we've been playing, seeing as we've kind of teased
0: it already, a lot of it. Yeah, we have just pretty much said what we've been playing before we're in the section, what are we playing?
1: Well, let's regurgitate that now like any good yeah. site does. <laughs> Do you want to kick us off? You've been vetering again. I see.
0: Uh, I've been vetering again, so I haven't spoken about this already this week, but I did extensively last week. And that is Guacamele. That game is still really awesome, there's no question about it. It's probably one of my favorite Vita games that I've played. That and Tear Away. Uh, it's 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 in a different category to Tearaway, obviously, because it's not 3D. It's 2D. It's a side scroller. It's not a semi-open world explorer kind of thing, or adventure game. But I just, I just really like it. It's like the art style is really good. Like it is really funny. Like I'm, like I find myself pissing myself at it. Like there's a bit in there where you just get turned into a chicken, <laughs> <laughs> and right. and then. Um, you find that you have the ability to swap back and forth into chicken form. And that is part of the game from now on. It, I was just like, this is amazing. So, like, there's secret areas where you can only get to whilst being a chicken. I was just like, this is so You could good. become a chicken in Rayman as well. Yeah, but that's silly. That game is silly. <laughs> Whereas this is deadly serious indeed it's all about (laughs) you know the uh the land or the dead world or whatever it's called and the living world and you know yeah it makes common sense to me whereas you know changing into a chicken no chance i really want to play this thing now Um, well we'll we'll buy the upgrade at some point for the ps4 it's like like i said it's only like three pound fifty i think
1: yeah, that sounds like a plan. Because you seem to have a bit of a thing where you're preferring a lot of these games on Vita rather than PS4, because you know you're you're after more of a sort of graphical showpiece on the PlayStation console itself, and Definitely. you know that that expectations kind of removed somewhat in the in the mobile sort of genre. Yeah. I, I haven't had that problem at all. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong or I'm right or whatever, but like counter spy for example i had an absolute fucking ball with that thing and i i i kind of almost think like sony have broken me with the ps plus titles like at first, I was like, oh, "I really wish I, we could have like some sort of like big-time AAA thing now." And then I was like, "No, it's fair enough. There aren't any old ones yet, so we've got to kind of wait." And yeah. they've just chucked indie games at me for the last 18 months, and now I'm just like, my eyes have glazed over, and I'm just like, "Yep, games a game. I don't care what it is. Just give them all to me." And I <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> no, no. I uh, I'm all for like having like indie games on the PS4 but I want those indie games to like stand out. I want them to be like something different, you know. I don't I don't want them to just be like a a boring standard game, um, you know, like just like a a 2D side scroller where I could have played that on like the original Xbox or something and it would have run just the same. I need it to be more than that if I'm using it on my PS4, and I think a lot of people will, will, would kind of say the same thing. They're...
1: Yeah, totally. I think I think you're in the majority camp there. Um, I, I think, to be honest, I've just been so downtrodden by the like the launch year where there was just fuck all AAA to get get my teeth into that maybe my <laughs> my expectations of like giant graphical masterpieces have kind of just gone. Yeah. But um but I think that the caliber of, of, of PS plus title has been pretty high, certainly this year so far. Yeah. So far um, it's been good.
0: But yeah, I have to play Guacamelee and uh, Yeah. So this was a PS Plus game on the Vita back in the day, anyway. So that was nice. So I didn't have to buy that. Um, I don't know when I'm gonna get bored of this game. Like, I've I've reached the final boss now, but um, luckily it says you've reached the final boss. Do you want to continue or not? And I'm like, well, no, I want to kind of go back and get my health all maxed out and you know find all like because there's a few like side quests and things you can do. Uh, obviously there's trophies involved so I want to get them um, and um, I've unlocked all the abilities now so uh, one thing I did say last week that I need to retract was um, the way that you switch between the living and dead world like when you start the game off it is you have to hit these portals or something like that Um to change between the two but after uh, so long you actually unlock the ability to flick between um, the the two Uh, worlds all right so it is an ability eventually yeah it does become a bit uh, an ability uh, just not at the start yeah and that's cool this makes the puzzles and like the jumping puzzles even fucking harder (laughs) so um you get like um wall jump and you can get wall run and things like that so you've got two vertical walls and one's invisible and one's visible and so that's a nice simple one you just jump on one and whilst you jump into the other you flick I think it's like the right bumper button or whatever it is, uh, or R1 I think um, and it swaps to the dead world and then you have to keep going vice versa back and forth up and up uh, but then it likes to throw in like a um, a few spikes here and there or maybe like uh, you unlock double jump as well so like you can jump in the air and uh, cheeky it, like you have to start throwing all these combos together. So, uh, and then there's these things like that you start off like at the beginning, um, you see a few of them like they're like red vines that you can't go through but you have to press L1 to like shield yourself or roll through them. So then there's these hanging down. So like um, one instance, you have to jump, double jump, shield yourself um, do some sort of like flaming uppercut, and then you have to do like a speed dash whilst in the air as well. And like that took me about ten minutes just to do that to get like the combination perfect to land on this next platform. Oh yeah, and also while you're doing that, you have to change to the dead world as well or the living, whichever one I was in. And I was just like, oh man, my brain is fried. But <laughs> I, I then it's it's really really good game if if you got it. Um, for in, in the PS Plus for the Vita back in the day, and you've got PS Four, definitely buy the upgrade. Uh, I'd I'd play that game for a long, long time. It's cool.
1: Nice man, we'll get all yeah. over that.
0: Yeah, I think so. It'd be good.
1: So, um, do you want to do you want to go to the main
0: event here on your list? Or <laughs> do you... So yeah, like we said earlier, um, Alex was. Off doing his gigging, so I was sitting around thinking like, what can I play? And because Alex had pretty much played all of the PS Plus games this month, I love it. Yeah, I did like a random search, you know, when you hold the button down and just go through the list of games on the store, and landed on Dark Souls 2. Dub dub dub. <laughs> Scholar of the First Sin. Now I've never wanted to play a Dark Souls game just because I know what to expect from it. I know that it's going to be an absolute bowl ache. Uh, I know that I'm going to die loads and loads. I know that the that, that trying to kill something in that game is like horrible but I did it anyway um, because I was like you know what these are like um, this series of games is like up there with the great, so you know, it's held with such high respect and everything. I have to give it a go. Um, so I jump into it, and not knowing anything, I picked the explorer as my class. I thought, yeah, mate, I'm all about exploring, I love picking up things and you know, running around and finding different bits and bobs here and there. Little did I know that this guy was a pile of wank. (laughs) He only had like a little dagger. In my article, I described it equal to a butter knife. And there's uh, no question about it. That is about as much damage as it can do. It does nothing. So I go off on my trail as the explorer. And I'm just walking around a lot. Um, because I don't know what the run button is, um, which I found out after about an hour of playing how to how to run, which was a bonus. So I'm walking around. Uh, it opens up into this really nice area. Actually, it, it looks gorgeous. It's obviously had quite a lot of time spent on the remaster of it, so that was nice.
1: That was one of the things I was interested in. Actually, was. Um... <laughs> I know you mentioned it in your article but sort of how it compares because we've had so many bloody remasters haven't we recently. Yeah. Um, how how good does this thing look? I mean it must be a bit difficult because you're playing it on a fairly solid PC aren't you that you've got there whereas normally we're sort of PlayStation gaming the two yeah. aren't really comparable I think the
0: new GTA's proven that. How do you yeah, think it true. rates? Um, I had everything set on high uh, or maxed out and my computer's running it fine. Um yeah it uh, it didn't feel as polished as like some of the next gen games that we played. I must say it's, it definitely looked like it had um, been touched up. Show, showing its age there a little. I think so. Uh, I definitely think so. Um like um, when when I got into the open world bit, the the lighting was nice. It definitely had that kind of warm feeling that a lot of like the the current gen, I'm gonna call it that from now. The the current gen games do. Um, that was one of the things uh, that I noticed about the, the current gen was the lighting effects. They they really made a a big more a lot more effort for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, um the water animations looked nice. I I don't know. There there wasn't anything that really stood out and was like, "Oh yeah, boom, this is definitely of of the the caliber that we are getting used to now." But then again, I don't know if I'm a massive fan of the art style of that of that game anyway, so maybe that hindered my view on that, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um so, uh, I, I get up in this open world and I'm walking around and then um, I don't know what I'm doing and <laughs> I find these like armadillo type things and uh, yeah they just they just come at me you know they they came at me and uh, I didn't know what lock-on was I was like just rolling about in the grass <laughs> trying to hack and slash him and uh, yeah I died so back to the start I went and I was (laughs) like this has started off well Uh, I played with the explorer for about an hour after just giving up and restarting with a new character but within that hour I did learn a few game mechanics like the run how to lock on Um, the bonfires are your best friend because that's where you will spawn when you die so if you ever see run run for it and ignite it even if you're getting chased um, because then you die and you reappear there. Um, every time you die, your health bar gets lower, um, and um, all your consumables get consumed, and they don't replenish when you die. But all the For enemies your, come your back. Your
1: health capacity gets lower, or yeah, just Yeah, he-
0: um, I, I believe it's to do with like, the souls that you collect, so right. if if you don't keep your souls, then you are slowly disappearing into. So if you retrieve the souls,
1: your health bar goes back up. Is that right?
0: I don't know. I never retrieved them because I was that <laughs> shit. <Okay. laughs> I might have picked up a few here and there, but I didn't notice because I was like trying to beat someone off uh, at the same time, which so is a, a difficult. Task.
1: My as as someone who's never played a Souls game, my perception of this thing is. Um, did you ever play Cat Mario? Yeah, I remember it. There's a piss-take version of Mario where yeah, it, it constantly bones you in ways that you could not possibly predict so that you have to do it again. So the floor will just fall away from under you. But it won't be marked where that's going to happen. And it's no longer skill. like The game fucks you and you learn. And that's how I've always assumed uh, the Souls games to be. So the game will bone you in a way that you couldn't possibly have predicted, so no skill is involved in you surviving that first time round. You die, you do it again, and you learn. That's, from an outsider perspective, that's how I assume the Souls games to be, and is also the reason why I've never played one, because that sounds like bullshit to me. Am I wider the mark? I'd love to be wrong, because I love the look of Bloodborne,
0: that's the kind of attitude that I I went into it with, like the, knowing that I was gonna die loads of times and not know what I'm coming up against is was the the main aspect of what I believed was gonna happen. But on my next playthrough, when I picked my character, the swordsman, because he had two swords and I was gonna fuck shit up, <laughs> um, everything changed because i had these basic mechanics of like how to control my character i could then start like actually doing damage to people so the way that you have to take this game is very slow and steady Um, you can't just run in there and start hacking slashing like i was trying to do with my butter knife uh, it just doesn't work. So, <laughs> what well, the way that I took this game, my my new approach that I, I developed was get the enemy's attention, much like um, a MMORPG kind of thing, where you draw out the um, the enemy. I'll say the same word. I was thinking, trying to think of a clever word for enemy, but, you know, the villain. I wouldn't maybe? bother. Nah, fuck them. So you draw him out and then he's like fixed on you and he'll follow you wherever you want to go. So you draw him out, you get close enough for him to do an attack. You see how he attacks, Uh, so like he might like swing like once or he might swing like three times and then he'll have a little pause. And then obviously when he's pausing, you quickly dash in there and give him like a shiv to the knee or something like that. And that seemed to improve my enjoyment of the game like a million times i mean i was still dying every so often but it was mainly down to my timing so it was it felt like it was my fault it wasn't it didn't feel like the game was specifically trying to do me over that's the vital thing that's the crucial thing that's exactly what i wanted to hear (laughs) yeah and and that is the thing that like made me change my not change my mind about it because I still don't think it's a game that I really really want to play I think it'll be something that I'll go back to at some point and be like you know what I've got like four hours just to sit down and piss away let's really try and delve a bit deeper into this kind of thing because I only played it for about three hours and the most majority of that was like just finding my way
1: around I think I need to try it I need to play it because I've I almost it's got to the stage now it's such a phenomenon and they they've clearly it, Bloodborne has been quite the masterstroke you know you're looking at nines and tens all over the place for that thing I feel like I'm not allowed to be doing a games podcast having never played a souls game or bloodborne so yeah. that's going <laughs> to that's going to have to change
0: and after doing a bit of research after playing it um apparently this uh dark souls or this souls game the the scholar of the first sin is one of the hardest because it actually brings in enemies from later in the game into the early stages so like oh. one of the first enemies that i actually faced was a big fuck off dragon i'm like i'm not going to be able to kill this guy with my butter knife i'm not even going to be able to like do anything <laughs> with him it's just pointless And what I did, like, with the same research, uh, I did find that apparently Bloodborne is the better game to, you know, ease yourself into this. You haven't got all the stats and things to worry about, or it doesn't go into all the detail as much. So I think we should probably pick up Bloodborne at some point. Because you can co-op it as well, can't you? I have no idea. I know it's got network features, but um, if... Fuck me if we can play that together all the way through then we'll buy it like next month.
1: I'm convinced that you can you can co-op that thing. I'm I'm sure of it.
0: We'll do it then
1: mate because
0: I I think we'll like we'll get into it and we'll enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> Fucking 2 months
1: after like every podcast on the planet is specifically about Bloodborne <laughs> we'll do like a Bloodborne <laughs> special. We'll be like we'll be Fuck like, me yep. guys. We've if you got haven't played it. this game.
0: We've <laughs> got it. News exclusives coming at you.
1: Fucking, we're always always first on the JFG podcast. Yeah.
0: That's what happens when you're working on such a small budget. But yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So, what else you got for us?
0: Yeah. So, other than that, I, I managed to have. A longer weekend uh, extending into Monday because I took the day off uh, is, oh yeah, buddy, living it up because it 's obviously um, Easter break for the kids, so um, I took the day off, so I could have the day with my kids and wife, which was nice, um, so we went out and did stuff, but then, in the afternoon, we came back, um, my daughter and <laughs> my wife had a sleep, so <laughs> that gave me and Milo some time to play some games so. Yeah, we completed Lego and Skylanders. Jesus! (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Lego Marvel superheroes. um, I think we were quite near the end anyway. Yeah, the final boss battle on that was well good. It's against, like I think it was like Galactus or Galacticus or something like that. Like the massive eater of worlds. And I was like, fuck me, this is a bit intense. But yeah, smashed him. No problem. I do like the Lego games. They're nice and simple. They're they're not very taxing. I'll tell you what. After immediately after we completed that game, I downloaded the Lego Hobbit game, like uh, the the demo even. Sorry, not the whole game, uh, for him uh, for him to play because he was like, oh yeah, I want to play something else. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's let's slap this on. And um, there's like some new dynamics in in this like uh, Lego Hobbit game. You have to like collect certain bits of like rope and planks of wood and stuff. I'm like, what is this? That's what I was going to ask
1: you. That was going to be my next question. Is, is, is he of the age yet where once you've like completed something, he's like, we are. He's like, right, fucking sack that off then next. <laughs> like, and it sounds like he is. <laughs> he, he's not just mystified by everything and like, sweet, we'll just play through again. Don't care that we finished it.
0: Nah, he 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 does definitely want to play it again because um, like obviously he's unlocked all these new characters and stuff and he's like yeah I want to play because you unlock a load of bad guys because what happens in that game is um, the good guys and the bad guys make an alliance to like defeat the guy that's going to eat the world and stuff like that standard stuff um, so he's unlocked all these new characters and he's like yeah I want to use like Magneto and things like that and I'm like yeah buddy that's fine we can go for it all again he's like yeah alright Kind of thing, which is good, because uh, like those Lego games have got loads of repay value, like collecting all the shit. You, know? you want to
1: get a parental lock on uh, the Google search Lego Dimensions. You don't
0: want him to get wind of that thing. <laughs> no, he's got he's got Skylanders. That'll do me, mate. I- I've learned Segway. my lesson with that now. No, I, d- I don't think so. Um, mainly for me, uh, I don't think I'm really I'm. I'm never gonna buy one of those games brand new. I'll always buy it like a year later, because it is such a waste of money. I mean, we've only spent—I think I totaled it up um, a couple of weeks ago. I've spent about fifty-five pounds on like Skylanders swappable characters and the game itself, which isn't too bad considering it's we've the got, RRP in like, it. Yeah, for a standard release. Yeah, for a standard release, and that. Spending that £55, pounds, uh, like I strategically planned out which ones to buy as well to unlock the maximum capabilities of the game. And yeah, yeah well, we nailed it for like 55 quid, And that's like looking on eBay and like two-for-one deals and things like that. So it is doable, these games, for like, you know, cheaper amounts. You've just got to be a bit savvy about it and not buy it at launch day, which kind of makes sense to me. But then again totally, kids can be persuasive and whinge. But then again, if you're a good parent, you can just say no. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he's learning. He's learning. Yeah, exactly. What you want to do, I've got no experience with parenting, but you need to get the mindset into him that all of his all of his little friends are mugs for having the new shit. Like yeah. <laughs> you wanna get the value in there where they're like a bunch of chumps for mm-hmm. uh they know pissing nothing all this Johnson money away. Though.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah we completed skylanders as well and once again that game's got loads of replay value because there's all like the different areas that you unlock and there's like battle arenas and like so me and him can have fights on it and then there's the speed runs and all that there's yeah there's like that game is actually really quite in depth i'm actually impressed with the amount of detail that they they've gone into those games to actually make it a proper game I know there's like the annoying bit where you can't access all the content but um, the replay value of it is is really really impressive definitely happy with it nice man yeah so apart from that me and you played um, home but that's pretty much my my week it's been a busy week for me actually considering
1: that's what happens when I leave the house for several days I know right
0: I haven't. I, li- I haven't played any GTA, none.
1: No, neither have I. I think the listeners are probably fucking delighted about that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might get it on um, PC though, and
1: see oh, if my busted. computer can handle. Yeah, yeah, mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna download it onto the netbook later. <laughs> and, yeah, uh... definitely.
0: <laughs> what about you, buddy? What have you been playing?
1: Okay, so the first half of my week was crippled because I was doing shit gigs. Um, but that's all done with. Um, but I still had the chance to play Bits and Bobs. Um, the thing that I've probably played the most this week was Never Alone, which, uh, as I said before, I've, I, I did a little piece on for the website. Um, what a wonderful game. Uh, <laughs> have you played this yet?
0: Yeah, I was just about to say, what if someone hasn't read that article? Not saying it's me that hasn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go on. Tell me about it.
1: If someone hasn't read that article, they should probably go to justiceforgamers.com and have a read.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, um, I really like it. It's, uh, it. it's a a platformer in the sort of, um, I don't know, I suppose like sort of Rayman vein, but it's, it's not as refined. Um, it's more about the experience than the mechanics, um, I think. Although, it does some very clever bits and bobs, but... Um, yeah, it's it's just the overall feel of the thing, it looks gorgeous, um, it, it plays really nice, there's uh, loads of interesting mechanics, like um, you're controlling two characters rather than just one, you can switch between them. I think it's got local co-op as well, so we were talking last week about how we were going to do a video for that, we haven't yet, but we should.
0: Yeah, well, someone wasn't at home to do a video, so... Yeah, my bad. (laughs) It's my fault. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's...
1: The whole feeling of it, it's just... I've never... I don't think I've ever known a game that just feels so together. Like, as if the developer just... They knew exactly what they wanted to do from the very beginning. It's got... um, it's got. It's basically like a documentary as well. Like the whole thing's interspersed with these video shorts that uh, you unlock by finding collectibles in the game in the form of owls perching on branches and stuff. Um, I, it was like a history lesson as well. I learned all about these Alaskan um, Inuit tribes and stuff. It's it's an absolutely wonderful little game. Um, I had some niggles with it. There were some problems. Um, sometimes triggering certain objects there's these sort of spirit animals that act as platforms and to you have to sort of bring them down with one of the characters um, sometimes they sort of glitched out never game breaking sometimes I had to walk back a little way and come forward again a little bit rough the platforming a little tiny bit woolly and it got slightly more frustrating towards the end once it got harder but overall like you can really you can forgive that sort of thing when you're in just enjoying the journey so much um it's a wonderful game uh, you've probably downloaded it if you playstation because it's ps plus um if you haven't then do so it's um yeah really really nice and also The Unity engine gets a bad rap. It's had a bad rap from us before. um, And for good reason, because so many people just fucking chuck games out that are bollocks on that engine. This game is Unity Engine, and it shows that the Unity Engine is capable of spectacular games if you have the right people at the helm. Um, Yeah,
0: but now the Unreal 4 engine's there, mate. That thing's done.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think. it's, it's like like a new console isn't it With these game engines uh, what Developers sort of get the best out of it Further on through the cycle of it I think there'll be lots more Unity games and, and they'll be even more impressive than Never Alone But certainly um, As far as I'm aware It's it's the, the most gorgeous looking Unity game I've ever played Nice Well worth a look I don't know if I spoke about uh, um, Aru's Awakening last week I don't know I did an article on that before the podcast went live I think so I won't go too much into detail of that um, quite impressive game, quite good looking game just incredibly fucking annoying, the, the control scheme and the mechanics and everything um, Todd Town yeah, jog on um, <laughs> next, <would> <laughs> Tower of Guns I think I talked about briefly last week uh, last week I talked about Tower of Guns with an inkling that I'd probably never load the thing again, I've actually played loads of it in the last week or so. It's um, really weirdly addictive for something that isn't really anything at all. It's basically a selection of rooms with randomly spawning enemies that are all just guns or flying robots. You shoot them and you move on. It's permadeath so you go on a run, you die, you have to start again. Obviously it's randomly generated so it doesn't matter. But if you unlock weapons or whatever, you keep them. Um, strangely addictive game. It's another PS Plus one.
0: Now, because you've been playing that so much, I had a quick burn on it last night, I think. Yeah. Hour and a half later, I was still playing it. There you go. That game is mental. Like, I don't oh, know what it is. Started off, it started off nice and easy. I did the first one, killed the first boss go out the next room like go up the level and then go out the next room and there's like a million cannons flying about in my face like what is this yeah mate you just never know what you're going to get
1: on there
0: I just died and then I just started again and then the next run I go all the way up to like level five and then I got annihilated by like floaty bombs I just couldn't move
1: I've done uh, I've done 10 runs on that game now um, and I got to the final boss on my ninth run um, and almost killed it, almost made it. But uh, it's a very simple game, but it's really quite addictive, quite fun. Uh, the more you play it, the more comfortable you get with the fact that the camera's like, <laughs> seems to be on your knees. It's really <laughs> yeah, low. You
0: like some sort of dwarf. I yeah. think, <laughs> what I think is like, because it's in like the cell shaded. Like Borderlands, I think you are actually claptrap. Well,
1: it's, um, there's the story is randomly generated at the start of each run, (laughs) and it's it's, always something ludicrous. Um, on one of my runs, I was actually a dog detective, according to the story, and that would explain (laughs) the camera perspective. (laughs) It's, it's the ultimate mockery of, um, Stories crowbarred into first-person shooters, in that the guy has basically made the game so that it will randomly generate some absolute bullshit story, where you're like the Duke of Wimpton or, or some or, or a dog detective. Uh, the, the story is completely irrelevant to the point where you can go into the options menu and set and there's a story yeah. toggle to turn it on or <laughs> turn off. it off. Yeah, nice. Um, I have tremendous respect <laughs> for that. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, it, yeah, it's a cool game. Um, the only other thing I have played this week is something that I played an hour ago before we started recording
0: this podcast. And can I just say, all I heard was him, like, screaming with joy. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> he was setting up his mic and that, and I was just like,
0: oh. Woo! Woo! I was like, Wow. This seems so this fun.
1: is The Motorcycle Club, which is a demo that went onto the store today, which Ash eagle eye spotted, um, and <laughs> I downloaded straight away. Um, and I played the last motorcycle demo that was on the store, that drive, um, yeah. which was absolute bullshit, that thing, rubbish. Um, this is really fun, and it's got a gameplay mechanic in it that I... I've never seen before (laughs) and it completely threw me I didn't expect something unique to appear before my eyes but it did have you played this yet I don't think you have have you I
0: haven't yet no
1: I will do okay
0: this probably
1: so the reason it's it's motorcycle club is because you you play as like three bikes so as you're racing along you've got your bike's at the top and you can use the bumper buttons to switch between the different bikes and okay. the bike you're controlling will peel off to the left and the bike you've selected will suddenly appear <laughs> and like come in. So you're changing what? it's it's like almost like a Peloton in like Tour de France or something. Yeah yeah. So yeah. for example, I'm going along in the super bike and the there's a section of the road that's really uh, bumpy and potholy and my yeah. superbike slows right down because it it's not built for that sort of terrain. Yeah. if I hit right bumper, I can switch to a Harley Geezer, and my yeah. superbike Geezer disappears off to the left, and the Harley <laughs> Geezer pulls up front and centre and just that's goes cool. all over the bumps. And then I switch back again afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen something like that. I thought it was very no. clever.
0: The only thing that I think... Oh no no. I was thinking of crackdown when um, it's not kind of the same mechanic but uh, it was um one of the cars the the cars in there would transform. I'm sure they would. But yeah. it's not really it's nowhere near the same mechanic that you're on about and and they would transform for like different terrain and things like that from what I remember. Um but yeah that that's like a really cool thing so like you could have like um, completely different tracks you could have like a circuit track and then go from that go into like a, a dirt bit and things like that that's cool
1: yeah you can do you can do whatever with it um it, you know it's it's there's nothing special going on there but it 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 controlled quite nicely i've only played it for a half hour or so but mm. um but I, you were it, impressed it was enough to make hour. me go yeah because i i tell you why because i was expecting it to be dog shit yeah that's why <laughs> I was expecting it to be absolute balls, and um, really enjoyed my half hour with the demo. It's a free demo, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a PlayStation user, then download it, give it a go. Although, possibly not the time to buy it right now because it appears to be 55 (laughs) 55 quid on the store. Yeah but I'm sure it's gone down to like £18 or something before, so we're probably worth keeping an eye on, because it could be really fun, and as you know, I, I'm desperate for
0: fucking racing games. <laughs> so do you reckon £18 is your biting point for that game, then? Um, yeah, I reckon so. Well,
1: I'll have to play the demo a little bit more. Yeah, um,
0: we'll get back with more feedback about that, I think. Definitely. So I don't but, trust uh, you. You're crazy.
1: Really, genuinely, pleasantly surprised by, cool. by that's the little bit that I've played. Tonight.
0: A lot of yeah. those demos are on, on there at the moment are uh, absolute toilet as well. So it's nice to find something that's actually grabbed your attention, which is cool. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so, yeah, that's that's the end of what I've played apart from Home.
0: Yeah, should we talk about that together? Home, a
1: unique horror adventure by Benjamin Rivers.
0: What a ledge. He's made a cracking game there.
1: Yeah, seriously. So yeah, we, we share played this and we, we didn't intend to play the whole thing. Um, it just kind of happened and we recorded it as well. So we're putting the playthrough up in sort of 15 minute chunks. That'll be popping up every few days on the, uh, on the site over the next few weeks. I was really, really surprised by this I, and I really enjoyed it and I will definitely play it again. And I know you liked it as well.
0: Yeah, as soon as I'm a complete spaz at reading, I was quite surprised that I enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you watch the videos, you'll see that I I take quite a while to study the text. You know, really sink it in. Now, mate,
1: for the benefit of the viewers, that's why you were doing that.
0: Yeah, definitely. It wasn't because I'm like, "Uh, what? Uh, What's he saying? But yeah. It was a really cool game. Like it's very incredible. It's incredibly simple. Like left, right. You can look up, which if you watch the video, you'll see that I'm a big fan of. And you can just interact with stuff, and then like you'll get um, a block of text about it. Um, And obviously, you'll read that text. If you don't read that, then uh, that's the game wasted on you I guess (laughs) and um, uh, it's pretty much the story of do we know what the guy's name was I can't remember Uh, I don't think so Um, Eh? no but anyway um, we're we're not going to really talk about the story um, because that would completely ruin the whole game for you but the the simple mechanics of the games you know it's like a search and like uh, retrieve kind of thing uh, you, you walk past something it will be highlighted uh, you'll click on it and then you'll get some information and uh, a lot of the time you want to try and remember as much information as you can mainly because later in the game that will become useful for you um there's bits where you can like pick up items and carry them with you and what i liked about it is the the story develops Due to the fact what you you did in that certain area, it was really cool. Yeah, it
1: became quite clear fairly early on that there's all sorts of different offshoots of the story depending on your actions, what you pick up, what you look at, um, which was really nice, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely, and it definitely made the ending of the game like so much better because like um, there were certain things that I'd forgotten. Uh, Even though it was only like an hour and a half ago. But I was like, oh yeah, that happened, didn't it? Oh, did he? Yeah. (laughs) Huge replay value.
1: Very clever.
0: Um, This is
1: probably the absolute opposite of what you're supposed to do if you're someone making YouTube videos with a gaming website, writing about various things. (laughs) True. True. Buy this game, it's two pounds. Don't do not watch our videos until you have bought this game for two pounds, <laughs> sat down for an hour and a quarter, and played it. it. It takes just over an hour to complete. Yeah, you're mugging yourself off if you don't buy this thing and, and give it a go. It's it's two pounds, like going back <laughs> honestly. To the,
0: going back to the question about games under tenor, you know, you could buy this four times and then have you know. 1.99 left over for you know, <laughs> for a special brew. Yeah, a special brew that, you know, you you could probably try and make it last about an hour and a half.
1: It's this is this is a really interesting game. It's it's very short. It's 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 really good. Um and we we don't want to spoil it for you and um the soundtrack we hope- is amazing. <laughs> it's very quiet. <laughs> Not a great deal of audio. Uh, we're not going to spoil the story.
0: Definitely not, because it's it's just really cool. It was refreshing. I, I, I think that's the word that I've been looking for uh, to play that game.
1: Yep, very cool game. Very, very, very much enjoyed. Thank you very much, Benjamin Rivers.
0: Yeah, well
1: done. Um, so yeah, I think that'll probably do us.
0: Yeah, I haven't played anything else, mate.
1: Now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix.
0: Ooh, what's happened this week, mate?
1: We have no Phoenixes or Feni no. this week. <laughs> no Feni. <laughs> <laughs> That's always
0: good news, you know. All clear. There's nothing to give the thumbs down to, which is nice.
1: We do, however, have a Fonz. We. Uh, and this is a Fonz from Phil motherfucking Spencer
0: (laughs) (laughs) who's the head of
1: Xbox and should always have motherfucking between his two names.
0: I think so. Um,
1: Phil motherfucking Spencer (laughs) is pleased that Bloodborne is doing well. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, right. Here's a quote. Uh, I know some will question me, but wanted to say it's cool to see Bloodborne sell 1 million plus. New IP is hard. Congratulations, PlayStation, and from software.
0: And I think he's right, like new IPs like can tank. Can they can, and they're hard to launch, and Microsoft know it as well as Sony
1: do. It's a classy move from a classy man. I I like Phil Spencer a
0: lot. You mean Phil Motherfucking Spencer? Sorry, Phil Motherfucking Spencer.
1: <laughs> in his box suit top with his t-shirt underneath, the gaze is a proper ledge, and he's come in when they're on their fucking knees. You know, like yeah. they they balls the launch of that console. He's done a cracking job of steadying the ship. Definitely, he's just a classy gen. Like every time I see anything from the guy, um, and just because you're a competitor with your you competitors doesn't mean that you can't have some sort of mutual respect there.
0: No, definitely not.
1: You know, I, I just, I just think a lot of people will obviously palm this off and say, "Yeah, PR stunt," you know, fucking goodwill yeah. and all that. As he says, as he alludes to, but at the end of the day, I think it's a classy move, and it certainly deserves a Fons when someone does that in this industry. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, nothing else to say about that. Just classy gent, Phil Motherfucking Spencer.
0: What a guy. <laughs>
1: now it's time
0: for the news. The news. The news. The news. No drum and bass remix this year, or this week.
1: (laughs) I tell you, that was a lovely surprise for me, (laughs) once the podcast had been edited together. (laughs)
0: I said I was going to do it.
1: I know, but I didn't think you (laughs) were. I didn't (laughs) think you actually were going to. I thought it was... um, I was waiting for the drop, to be honest, mate, and I was a bit disappointed. Nah,
0: just you know a little snippet of you know what it could be yep you know, if, if you really <laughs> want we... me to expand on it I can
1: <laughs> when we release the JFG album yeah that's <laughs> of, the of nonsense
0: and jingles yeah <laughs> just the random drum and bass track on there uh, yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah it's cool right,
1: right the news here we go number one the Xbox 360 is getting external hard drive support for some reason
0: <laughs> what do you think of that um. Uh, what? Um. What? I know, right? What kind? Of, what? No, like what? What does it mean? Like what? What kind of? Because you could already plug a hard drive into it. Does it mean that it can just use more than the sixteen gig or whatever it, space as a hard drive now?
1: apparently you can plug like four terabytes of hard drive space into this thing just via the USB ports now.
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, (laughs) I don't
1: really. It must have just been really easy for them to do, so they were like, "Fuck it, why not?"
0: well because what it used to be they only supported like um so much like only little memory sticks didn't they where you could actually use that space as to save your save games and stuff on yeah i mean you could always plug a massive hard drive in and watch like video and listen to music off it but you could never save your games to it but so i'm guessing what this has allowed like a lot of people if they've got like the arcade version I don't know what it's called. Uh, that's what it used to be called.
1: Just arcade, yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Um, so, like, it's only got, like, 4 gig in it or whatever. Um, so they can plug their, like, whatever size hard drive into that and use that as their hard drive now, which it, yeah. which is good. It's good, you know.
1: I, um, I kept my console. Did you?
0: Nah, sold that, mate. Moved on.
1: Well, uh, I just I had so many uh, Xbox Live games on there, like arcade games and indie games and stuff. And I thought, you know, like I've got I've got my Mega Drive still, and all I can play on that is World Cup Italia '90, Columns, and Sonic 2, because that's all the cartridges I've got. And this thing, I've got like 25 games on. So I thought, you know, what are you going to get for it, trading, really. Especially I had the old, like, the old bastard model, you know. Yeah,
0: see, I upgraded to the whatever. You had the slim. Yeah. I I think I got about 100 quid for all my stuff. so fair enough. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah, I'll I'll take 100 quid.
1: Well, I think it's cool that they're still doing stuff to to an old-gen console like that. There's no need for them.
0: No, definitely not. They didn't have to do it. I mean, like, surely, like... So much of their resources are going to be pulled into the Xbox One now.
1: must have just been simple to do. I'll tell you whose idea it
0: probably was. Phil motherfucking Spencer. (laughs) Damn right. Damn right.
1: (laughs) Damn right. right. Cool. Next, number two. Resgate.
0: What's this? Ba-ba-ba!
1: we are chatting about? Um, This is yet another fucking story about the PlayStation running a game in a higher resolution to the Xbox. I'm sorry, but we have to report on things. This is the news after all, and this is news. Project Cars and F1 2015 are 1080p 60 frames per second on PS4 and 900p 60 frames per second on the
0: Xbox One. Boom. What the fuck is Resgate? Have you made that word up? Yes. Okay. I'll
1: allow it. (laughs) He's happy with that. Um, (laughs) There's no point discussing this. We've done this a dozen times, and before we started doing a podcast, it had also been discussed thousands of times. So we'll move straight forward. Um, F1 won't be coming to last gen um, ever again, which is, you know, I think a good thing. Is I that including not, this
0: this one as well? Yeah. So 2015 this is not one. going out on it. That's good nope. news for next gen or uh, current gen gamers um, because obviously go. it's <laughs> it's um, they've they've pulled all their resources in developing it for these consoles. Um, even though the Xbox One can only be running at 900, which is.
1: It looks awesome. This game. It looks awesome. I'm I'm placing all of my faith for the year on F1 2015. Um, but Project Cars, I I still like the look of Project Cars. Project Cars, by the way, um, is still penciled in as a game that's coming out on the Wii U. <laughs>
0: what do you think of that? <laughs> I I don't know. Why not? I can't
1: imagine that it will come out on the Wii U. But they they're quite they're quite adamant that it's going to.
0: Uh, yeah, it says a Wii U release date has not yet been announced, though. Nor so, will it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they'll just forget um,
1: But yeah, that's... Um, what else? We got another... I got another bit of F1, which is that Codemasters have the license for F1 for one more year, but intend to renew it. Which is... I mean, we'll see how this one is, but probably I've, I've liked all the last all, all the previous ones <laughs> yeah. uh, and project cars has an achievement stroke trophy for completing a real time 24 hour race you fucking hell. cool which it's... which basically because you know achievement or trophy whatever if you want to complete or platinum that game you have to do that don't you because you have to get all the trophies
0: yes you do right.
1: That's going to be a rare trophy, then, isn't it? The <laughs> I platinum believe, I, I'm on get, that yeah, game. Because
0: um, surely you must be able to pause it at some point to go for a piss and stuff. I would imagine you can pause it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. There must. There's going to be like tricks and stuff to get around it. I reckon
1: there'll be something going but on. But there, there'll
0: probably yeah. still be like you'll have to race for 24 hours, but not you. You're, uh, you can pause it for like up to an hour or something. <laughs>
1: I'm getting quite excited about Project Cars. Um, I know.
0: I, d- I don't know. I don't know. F1's there, though, mate. So. I, I, I don't want know. both of them. I want go karts as well. And that sounds
1: cool. I want both of those games. Also, Project Cars, by the way, um, it's got graphics options on the what? consoles. Why? Because why the fuck not? they got options for bloom, water effects, uh, lighting effects, and stuff. Um, so you can make it more realistic or look more replayish or more gamish, or oh, whatever okay, you want to so do. So it's
0: not actual it's more like visual effects. It's not like res or Yeah, FPS I was gonna say like yeah, you like can that. just knock it down to like seven twenty P or whatever.
1: Yeah, you can turn the V Sync off and run it in three twenty.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, why not? Just do it, you know, you can make it two D if you want. Yeah. run it like a a shit YouTube
1: video when a YouTube video spazzes out.
0: Yeah, classic.
1: Incidentally, nothing to do with anything, by the way. Uh, I put a podcast on the other night. It was only available on YouTube at the time. Fucking forgot that I'd turned Wi-Fi off because it was interfering with my sat-nav on my way home from one of my gigs. Came through my whole month's data in one night. Fell asleep after five minutes. The podcast ran for an hour. Came through all my data. Well played. Yeah, brilliant. No, so anyway, okay,
0: that, that's the news from you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> City Skylines has sold over a million units.
0: And I'm not surprised. It's. I mean, think of everyone that's like so pissed off about SimCity. Yeah. And then this game comes out that is SimCity, but better. Well, that people works. have been gagging for this game for ages, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. And like, everyone's just been like, yep, it's SimCity. But it works, and um, like it has the tiles system, and instead of the stupid online, just make another city round the corner kind of thing. So you can actually expand. You know, goes to show you what a
1: quality game developer can do when they're not being held at fucking gunpoint by EA.
0: <laughs> well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. We Maybe. Who
1: knows? Speculating. Um, also, Bloodborne's cleared a million as well. Yeah. I'm sure Phil Spencer will be delighted.
0: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: And he yeah. was. Uh, we will move straight on from that because that's that. Um, and let's move on to Guitar Hero. Ash, have you been following the Guitar Hero news this week?
0: I've seen a bit about it. Like you can get it for about eighty quid. Um, I was like, that's not bad. Like with the peripheral. Uh, I see. It has three buttons in two rows, so it's actually yes. six buttons. That's um, right. I think that that's fine. I, I'm not. I'm really not fussed about this game. I think it's gonna not be as good because it's not gonna have the nostalgia. I'll probably buy it for this nostalgia, but be disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to get disappointed, and I don't want to be disappointed.
1: So, quick rundown here. Uh, Guitar Hero, is g- it's gone first person, um, and it's no longer graphics. They filmed the whole thing. They've got a load of, load of bodies together, a load of green screens. Right. It's a live video in a sort of weird sort of early 90s FMV style game.
0: So, I immediately don't want this game now. You didn't know that about it? Uh, no. I I, so, I I knew that it was like first person or something, but I didn't know that it was actually real people. No graphics. They filmed it all. They'll, uh,
1: the crowd will turn on you and it's real people booing or whatever. There's also going to be a um, an MTV style music channel where you can play guitar along to videos on the screen in a sort of, I um, watch we call it, sing star kind of way. Um... And an ever increasing number of songs, which will presumably be microtransactions. Yeah. Um, although they haven't actually announced that at this point. Uh, it's coming out. They, they've said that one of the key things that they were looking to develop was the fact that they could launch the game on all platforms, which is, you know, th- this is the thing that probably gets me the most. Um, they're making out like they've made this design decision to have it live action rather than graphics. I'm sorry, that's not true. They've they've made it live action because then there aren't any fucking graphics and you can launch yeah. it on any platform. You can. You can so they it can on bring this thing out. Phone. Yeah, and they've already said that the game will launch on all platforms and it will be the same game on all platforms. So what you get on PS4 is gonna be exactly the same as what you get on iPad. It'll be exactly the same as what you get on a fucking Samsung Galaxy S4 uh, or something.
0: No, I don't it's want It's a it. cash in. You it's an Activision Cash off. in.
1: Um, I'm still excited about it no, because I love Guitar how? Hero it's going to be sorry. shit mate I used to love playing Guitar Hero I'm going to disown uh, you if you, you enjoy this <laughs> I mean. I, it, they, the price point is very low they've done away with all the other peripherals so it's just a guitar game again you can play it on your netbook you can play it on your telly there's even talk of them bringing out a sort of playstation tv style thing where you don't even need a fucking console or anything and you can just broadcast it onto your telly or your tablet or whatever and I tell what um, it can
0: do it can fuck off my console then I don't want it
1: yeah it's not it's not a um a current gen game it's not even it, it's a fucking app it's like a yeah it's not It's not really a game at all, is it, I suppose? But um, I don't know. I, I liked Guitar Hero. I'd like to play some more Guitar Hero. It was fun, and I'm sure that this will be fun, but I also think that the design decisions that they've made, they're dressing it up as design decisions, and it just looks like fucking Scrooge McDuck swimming in his money to
0: me. <laughs> I reckon Activision are going to get a load of complaints about how this game makes people depressed because it keeps booing at them. There's going to be some lawsuits there, mate. I'm going the to most interesting
1: in. thing is it's so different to what we're expecting from Harmonix. Like there there's it's it looks like they're still they're sticking down the rock band route. They're they're talking about making sure that all the old peripherals work. That they've confirmed that they're trying to do that now, including old guitar hero peripherals. Meanwhile, Activision are launching a whole new service with a new guitar you have to buy and fucking this, that <sighs> and the other. Um yeah it's going to be an interesting E3 let's put it that way
0: yeah definitely I'm looking forward to seeing what both companies bring out um, at the moment it sounds like Rock Band's going to be the the one for me if Rock Band's the one that's yeah. a game yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what, what they're going to do I'm a well looking. I'm well up for
1: E3. There's all sorts of shit going down this year. It's going to be cool. But we'll move on for now. We will move on to older games, and uh, we will move on to the latest Humble Bundle, which is the Origin Bundle Two.
0: Yeah, we got the Origin the the first one, didn't we?
1: Oh, we got the yeah. The, these are fucking ridiculous. I'm sure if you're a PC gamer, you know all about these. Um, if you don't know about them, go to thehumblebundle.com. it's companies that put packs out uh, for um, the option for you to donate to charity and buy games at the same time it's good publicity for everyone it's good for charity the at the time of writing if you spend, I've I've converted this um, if you spend £3.28 so you go on the Humble Bundle website and you pledge £3.28 you will get Dragon Age Origins Dragon Age 2 Peggle, Dead Space 2 The Medal of Honor War Chest Command and Conquer Generals Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare Bejeweled 3 and Mass Effect 2 For £3.28
0: And seeing as we were saying that home was an absolute bargain for £2 (laughs) (laughs) This kind of trumps that But isn't, isn't there that they've said as well that there's more to come there's okay. more
1: to come, yeah. yeah, and god knows what that will be. They could yeah. chuck Mass Effect 3 in there for all we know. Um
0: yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Who
1: knows? It's um Yeah, I think EA are, are trying to cl- clean up at the moment with Ubisoft so like hated. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> They're I, trying I to so. trying to get a leg up and fair play to them. They're doing a very good job of it. Um if, yeah, I mean if you if you've got a, a half decent PC and you playing games on PC, then that looks like a no brainer to us. Definitely. Uh next. Um 2K Australia Shuts Down. What did they make? They made the pre sequel, the Borderlands pre sequel. Oh really? So did yeah, that not do well um, then, I'm guessing? No, it did it did very well. And oh, uh, it's odd. part of the Handsome Jack collection, which has only just come out like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, um, I looked into this because it seemed really odd, um, and it looks like 2K wanted to relocate the team from Canberra to Melbourne. Um, I, I don't know if you know how big Australia is, but um, that's something of a commute. And <laughs> um, and in in making that decision, most of the team left anyway. Um, So 2K decided, Okay, well, I guess we'll close the studios and try and relocate the remaining staff members. So it's not a case of um, like when EA destroyed Maxis. Maxis, um, But 2K made the decision for the move, and obviously that didn't suit the studio. Um, I haven't played the pre-sequel, but I've heard that it's it's really good. Um, And it can't have been easy to make that game off the back of Borderlands as a new studio with that lore already there and it being very well loved so there's some very talented people there who are being scattered which is a bit of a shame isn't it?
0: Well you never know some offset might just turn up from the people that have left and something fresh and new and exciting might come of it so it might work out for the best
1: Could do, could do we shall see Next Next Trine Three hits Steam Early Access on the twenty-first of April.
0: Nah, wow.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's Tuesday. If you're <laughs> listening to this on Sunday, that's in two days. Yeah. No one expected that, did they? Like, I thought this game
0: was months away. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I remember seeing like the the kind of launch trailer or something for it.
1: It's got like a third person thing going on hasn't
0: it yeah the camera moves around but this is literally like the first bit of news that i've really seen about this game since that trailer and i was like oh that's not coming out for fucking ages but now tuesday it's like yeah get it on early access i'm like well i, I might just do that
1: yeah <laughs> we we love trine we've played we've played through trine we've bought we've actually bought trine like one three. and two, twice I think, haven't we? Yeah. Or three times or something. Yeah. Um, it came out. It's it's come out on every platform imaginable, and we've re-bought it several times because it's it's a fantastic co op experience. Yeah, definitely uh, one of the best. I'm well excited about trying three, and and you know if it's hitting Steam early access on Tuesday, then you know it, sooner rather than later on the consoles as well. That's that seems wicked. I'm well, happy yeah, with that.
0: Definitely. So. Hopefully that goes really smoothly, and then it'll be on the PS4s within a month, I reckon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'd do us.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'd be happy with that. Uh,
1: if you haven't played Trine and you're a PlayStation gamer, there's a demo of the... Um, what's it called? Enchanted it's, it's the first, Edition. That's right. It's the first game in the second game's engine, a la Half-Life Source. Um yes. Worth a look that it's very, very pretty game. I remember the first time we let it up trying to, we were like, fucking hell, this is amazing
0: the way it looks. Like, graphically, yeah. Graphically, it's beautiful. yeah and this is like uh, when we first did, I think it was about a year and a near, year and a half, nearly two years ago, when we did a few YouTube videos under a, a different pseudonym, and um. Yeah, Try and, Try and Two was one of the games we played, and we were literally just blown away with the art style of it. It was just so pretty and glowing and luscious, you know. Yeah, uh, and
1: it needed to be, didn't it, for a fairy tale game? It needed to look like that, and and they really pulled it off. It, it There's a great set of games. We'll, there's, out of, there's. no doubt in my mind. We will snap up Try Three, yes. uh, immediately. So, um, I think so. Yeah, very exciting. Um, and finally, um, this isn't this probably isn't really news at this point. There's a a reveal event tomorrow for Star Wars Battlefront.
0: Tomorrow being um,
1: Friday. Tomorrow being Friday, So yeah, you you, if you are a discerning gamer who spends some time on the internet, then you will have seen this. So there's absolutely no point me talking to you about it because you yes you, you know you more know than you know more I than do. us
0: <laughs> yes. um,
1: I've seen a screenshot because this is Thursday night hello from Thursday night um, and the screenshot looks amazing but then it should if it's a single leaked screenshot then it probably would look amazing um,
0: it's just some trees mate I don't know what you're spaffing on about
1: I told you I told you before I'm going to be so hyped for this fucking movie this game only needs to be mediocre and I'll be delighted yeah but yeah it looks cool so yeah we won't talk about that now hopefully hopefully that will stay with us and that reveal event will be cracking and then we can talk about it either on the site or on next week's podcast um but yeah that's exciting stuff we're holding out a lot of hope for this shooter um And we shall see.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: And that is the end of the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. And before we start this section, I just want to remind everyone that... GTA 5 PC is out now. In case anyone needed reminding, <laughs> uh, I saw a statistic that said that it broke a record today. Today being Thursday, for the most ever concurrent users of a single game on Steam, 300,000 people all at the same time.
0: Now do it.
1: Which sounds low to me. Is it? Is that just me? That sounds low. Mm. Can't be much of a record. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I. I very politely and kindly tweeted out to our followers on um, the release night saying uh, happy GTA 5 PC day, you 60 frames per second bastards. (laughs) Storms back to Archaic Console. And uh, got a lovely message from Sean, a.k.a. at Supernatural underscore nine, Thanks for beta testing for us. (laughs) 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 I think there was a a common theme across Twitter that night of a lot of people saying very much the same thing. Imagine getting GTA for the first time with all the fucking heists. It online works perfectly. The thing runs at 60 frames. Have you watched any videos of it yet, by the way?
0: Uh, I watched someone playing it with three monitors and I was very fucking jealous. (laughs) Jesus, like, oh. that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it looked fucking awesome. I was like, oh. <laughs> sad face. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah, we just have to pretend it doesn't exist. So we're we'll nah, move on. it's
0: bollocks, mate.
1: Yeah, it's probably shit, mate. Probably shit. Um, yeah. so out this week. Um, not very much to be honest. Um. I think that this is a backlash from the fact that I decided to do an Out This Week section only last week. Well done. Um, so this week we've got Shovel Knight on the PS4, which is, you'll be pleased to know is a 16-bit looking 2D side-scrolling indie game. Fucking um, nice. In which you play a knight with a shovel. We've got <laughs> Carmageddon Reincarnation. I was always a massive fan of Carmageddon games in the past, but... Um, they released that early access and it was ballsed, so yeah. I don't... It was fucked, like it occasionally went down to like two frames per second. Cool. Hopefully that game's good, because I used to love Carmageddon. Did you ever have a
0: thing for those games? Um, Destruction Derby and stuff like that, that was good fun. But yeah, but not Carmageddon? <laughs> nah, not really. No, never um, really grabbed me by the horns.
1: You know. I played the ever-loving shit. Out of Carmageddon 1 <laughs> and 2. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, very cool. Um, that's about it, really. Infinity Runner's coming out on PS4, which I don't really know very much about. Another indie game, though. Uh, and Dungeons 2 is coming out on PC, um, <laughs> which I also don't really know very much we about. Are it's really another small scraping indie the game. Barrel, we, we are, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah, um,
0: we've, we've done well. I can't wait for next uh, week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's really going down a treat. This new section that was good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Next thing, right? So I suppose we move on to Q and A. Yes. Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. We've got some questions from Simon who has, um... He's... We've got three questions from Simon and, um... It was very, very generous of him to give us three questions. Not that we're short of questions. If Simon doesn't send us three, you know, I'm sure we would have had plenty of questions that we could have used. But
0: I was going to say, is he like some kind of genie? You know, you can only have three
1: wishes. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a really interesting question, and I'd like to know what you... What your answer is going to be here if you could only play one genre of game forevermore what
0: genre would you choose um exploration rpgs <laughs> possibly because there. no it can't be because there's no real replayability in them because it's all about going on and finding everything under the sun and then obviously if you're playing it forever then once you've found everything then that's the game done.
1: Yeah, but this is genre though, isn't it? Like so you're talking like Oh,
0: what I could play different games from that genre. Yeah, he says genre, oh, okay, so yeah. you, talk, oh. you could you oh, could have oh, like
1: GTA on. and Dragon Age and Fallout and oh,
0: like, that yeah, there you go. That's what I'll play, just fucking GTA.
1: I think it's got to be that, hasn't it? It's got to be like the action RPG because they're so vast and
0: yeah, there's so much variety in there. I think. I um, mean,
1: Skyrim and GTA. If you just had those two games and nothing else for the rest of your life, that'd yeah. probably keep you going. <laughs> You'd be pushing sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think that's the that's the obvious choice. You can't really pick anything else. Um, Racing games have got replay value. I think also football games have got replay value. The idea that I could never play FIFA or Pez ever again upsets me. Great,
0: <laughs> but there's all kinds of things you can do with them kind of types of games. And plus, like if you say sports games, you know how many sports are there? There's countless. I mean, you could even throw like Quidditch in there as well if you want.
1: Mate, GTA's got golf and racing. That's true.
0: So that's already in there.
1: So yeah, we haven't answered anything there at all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably got to be the action RPG. You can chuck yeah. if you can chuck Bethesda games and Rockstar games in. You know, like Red Dead, GTA. Yeah. All the GTAs that keep you going for fucking ages. Yeah, they would. Dragon Age, uh, Fallout. Uh, Elder Scrolls it's got Yeah, that, the whole
0: Elder Scrolls series, yeah. I've yeah. like been a fucking millennium with them. Uh
1: next question from Simon. Why are the majority of PS Plus games single player? I think I can answer this. Uh it's because at the moment they're all indie games and uh indie devs have fuck all money and it's cheaper to make single player games. Yeah, they multiplayer games.
0: Yeah, obviously they'd have to get a whole new team in to develop um the multiplayer aspect of it. But talking about, you know, PS Plus games that are indie and single player, I mean, Don't Starve, that's on PC there's the is it beta testing for the um whatever it is Don't Starve alone. Don't Starve together. Don't Starve together or whatever it is, yeah. I mean, imagine if that came out you know, it's like a free update for for that game. That'd be <sighs> I would love awesome. it if we got that. Yeah, it'd be really cool. But who's to say in the future, like, if these games do make a, a fair bit of bank and with the payroll from the PS Plus scheme, you know, I don't know how much money they do make from that, but I'm guessing it's a fair whack. You know, they might put some of that money back into the game to develop into a multiplayer, but... I don't know, but yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head why the uh, PS Plus uh, games are uh, single-player. Majority. Yeah, I
1: think, you know, player. Year's Time we'll be talking about the fact that we're getting all sorts of A games. It'll be stuff like Knack and Infamous that'll be hitting <laughs> PS Plus. It's going to happen. We, I know we say <laughs> Knack every time. <laughs> I was just but... going to
0: say, if you said it the other way around, the infamous Knack, you know, that uh... would
1: be... It is Indeed. infamous, infamous <laughs> is? for being a bit shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's why. Um, and his final question: Why doesn't the F1 game come out at the start of
0: the season?
1: Do you know the answer to that?
0: Um, is it probably down to the fact that we don't know anything about that season until it starts, kind of thing? I like- absolutely. Yeah, it's um. It's the fact it's because the cars haven't been
1: invented yet. Like, <laughs> w- honestly, that's what it is. Winter testing in Formula One in real life, Formula One doesn't start till February. Um, the race calendar isn't confirmed until mid-March. Um, right. There's just not enough time. There's not no. enough time. It's a, it's a miracle they're getting this year's edition out in June.
0: Well, I guess they can like preempt everything, like get all the physics and like the the crowd animations and all, all the other stuff like. Set and then the last thing they have to do is right. We need to fine tune and develop these cars, which obviously is a massive part of the game. But well, I'm sure I read on F1
1: 2014 or 2013, it took them like a month at a time to make each car. Oh, you know, gosh. like it, it's it's a massive a massive task, and and in fact to the point where they're releasing early this year, but. There's going to be a great deal of 2014 last season's content in that game, it, um, yeah. and then they're going to be releasing the new season's content as some sort of free update at some point. Um, I'm happy about that. that that's I'm, fine. I'm fine with it. It's like getting two games in one. We missed <laughs> yeah, out last I'm year. I'm totally fine with that totally they'll f- and you know they'll feel different those cars you know that it's going to be really yeah. exciting when the switch over happens and uh i'm sure they'll leave the old content in there as well so suddenly you can play two seasons worth in one game ash i don't know if i'm getting across to you how excited i am <laughs> for,
0: for <laughs> 12015 oh my god oh my see god. what everyone doesn't understand is like they'll listen to this a, like podcast, like once, and be like, yeah, this guy's going on about this a lot. I get this every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't defend myself. It's true. It's yeah. true. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's why <laughs> the the reason that they they don't bring it out when the season starts is because the cars haven't been announced. They're very secretive in F1. They don't want to give an advantage to any other team. Nah, the definitely. fact that they're releasing this edition with only like three months notice into the season is a fucking miracle. Um, it's amazing. Um, I love Codemasters. And yeah, they're alright, name I, they. I love their games, and I can't wait for F1. But yes, that's why. Next, uh, we have a question from... Oh, we have two questions from Paul. Here's the first one. What is your favourite film based on a computer game? Um, his is Resident Evil.
0: What's yours? Um, come back to me, I have to think of what crossovers there are.
1: Yeah, now I, I actually Google searched this earlier and it is not a
0: pretty list. Cheater! You fucking shit. You, you put it on my toes. Like I'm trying to think of like games like Street Fighter, Mario, uh, mate, Bob Hoskins. Mar- exactly. Mario, Silent Hill, Resident Evil. Um. Uh, Mortal Kombat. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if it was or not.
1: There was a mini there was a mini series on YouTube of Mortal Kombat that was actually quite good. Um, okay. Big budget-wise, I, I did cheat. I did look it up. I thought the first Tomb Raider movie was all right, actually. I quite like it. it actually, yeah, jolly.
0: mate. I, I, I really actually enjoyed the Tomb Raider the films. I
1: th- like, I, I, having, with the benefit right. of research, then Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, I thought was really good. It was yeah, a bit cracking. weird. Hall was a bit of a strange casting choice, but I, I liked that film. I thought it was decent, and... Um, you really are scraping the fucking barrel honestly, do a, do a google search of, um, I'm literally
0: doing it quickly here um, ok oh, it's poor it. Pokemon the movie? No, nah, because Pokemon was a cartoon before it I've just got Wikipedia up uh, Double Dragon, Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, uh, Wing Commander Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy Resident Evil that
1: Final Fantasy, was it Spirits Within?
0: yes, that wasn't I too bad I like that
1: but I liked that. I, I, it
0: was, that was like animated and stuff, so yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if that's counted. <laughs> I remember <Doom>. correctly. <laughs> How Doom. did I forget Doom? Oh, what a film. Doom. Classic. Dead or Alive. Brilliant. Love the boobies. I'll tell you what,
1: Doom, mate. Fucking yet another movie in which the mighty Carl Urban survives when he probably shouldn't. Yeah, indeed.
0: Mate, there's that loads. Um, fucking... Hitman, Max Payne. Max Payne was alright. Yeah, Need for Speed. Oh, oh, shit. What a shit film. But yeah, there's ones in the making as well. But um, apparently. Like The Last of Us. Yeah, um, I thought that was going to be like a, a, a stage... Oh no, they did a stage thing of that, didn't they? An That's going to be a
1: movie and... Um is it Maisie Williams uh, Arya Stark from uh, oh, yeah. Game of Thrones okay. she's gonna be Ellie. Yeah, uh, that could be cool uh, I could hope cool that good. that's really good
0: um, looking at that list um, Doom Doom was quite a good one I enjoyed that like I laughed <laughs> Doom was at it. fun yeah exactly it was comedy uh, the Tomb Raider films were good I liked both of them um, Max Payne I didn't really like that but yeah Prince of Persia that's a good one buddy I like that
1: it's a good movie I think it's Brookheimer that thing
0: (laughs) no idea mate
1: yeah well that'll do us for that Uh, finally last question and the last action of podcast 7 so let's make it a good one what was the first game you remember playing ever in your whole
0: life (sighs) I have to say something like Frogger Nice. I liked Frogger. Um this was back on the dragon that I've spoken about before. Have we we have spoken With its about it? a fantastic that. controller. <laughs> No, no, that was the Jaguar, buddy. That was last episode. Mm. I'm sure... Oh, you, like, yeah, my bad. Early on, we spoke about our beta, our gaming backgrounds, like our first consoles that we had and things like that. Did we do that? Uh, I don't
1: think so. I think I've I've probably given a rundown before. The very first game I ever played was Space Invaders. I know that that's a massive cliche, but yeah. uh, it wasn't even really a console. It was one of these things you just plug in the AV socket on the back of the telly, yeah. uh, and you've got a joystick. Yeah. Um, I, I that was we're, we're probably talking 1990. I think I was five or six or seven or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that was the first time that I the first game that I ever played. The first game I ever played on a console that I actually owned or was around a friend's house playing was the very first Mario on the NES and that was probably yeah. 91. So it was something like that. I played Duck Hunt on that as well. With the, yeah, it was uh, on the
0: dual cartridge, that was brilliant. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was, um, yeah, right. <laughs> it felt like the dawn of games to me, but I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of older listeners who can poo-poo that and say, fuck <laughs> yeah, off, definitely. mate, I was playing shit in 78, you know, and stuff yeah, like that.
0: Exactly. But yeah, Frogger on, on, the, on the dragon, which was a beast of a machine. No, I don't think we did I think I've spoken to you about it. But yeah, you can just Google it if you really wanna look into it, but it's like um um really shit. Um keyboard and green screen kind of thing. That that um that
1: game is a oh what is it? It's, it's like a piss take of Flappy Bird, it's called Crossy Street or Crossy Road. Yeah. Um it's kind of big on the um, on the stores on mobile at the moment, and it is basically Frogger, but you're a chicken <laughs> crossing like roads and railway lines and rivers and stuff. It, it, it essentially it is Frogger. Um, very addictive, as you'd expect. Um, yeah, quite fun. You can download it right now, no matter what platform you're on. I promise. Look it up.
0: Yeah, and then after that, it was pretty much um, we got a Nes when I, I must have been about five or something. Um, yeah, about five-ish. And, yeah, Super Mario and Duck Hunt was ace. Loads of fun. Damn right. What's your favourite Mario?
1: This isn't a question from anyone. I just wondered.
0: He's just asking me. Um, it's either going to be uh, Super Mario World or Mario 64. Um, Super Mario was just a cracking game. It's when, you know, that was like the first jump for me um, graphically. To, from yeah. this like pixelated Mario to this fucking, now he's like all smooth and rounded, and his moustache is glorious and it glows, kind of thing, or shines even, not glows. But it totally with you. Uh, but then the jump to the 3D world of like Mario 64, I was just like, fuck off! What is this shit? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like, you, you spawn outside the castle and you can go swimming and shit like that and you're like oh my god and like you can run up walls and crap i was just like this is amazing obviously looking back at it now it looks like a pile of dog shit but mate
1: were you were you virtual console get yeah, involved
0: no because like i just said it looks like a pile of dog shit i'm not playing my <laughs> <But> at <laughs> yeah, the time, mario, super mario was world
1: was it that's my favorite mario and um i never even i've never owned a nintendo ever as i've mentioned before but i had a lot of friends who did and uh I love that Mario game I've since played it on ROMs and stuff uh, you know yeah. on on the PC um, yeah I never get tired of it I love the music and uh, yeah great game
0: yeah cracking game
1: about well, do us I think that's probably the end of podcast 7 Ash
0: Aww. sad it's been good I've enjoyed this week it's, it's been a very good week I've played lots of lots of games without you on oh, my lonesome you know it's fine <laughs> that's why it's been so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I ain't been online I've had <laughs> a lovely time because you fucked yeah, <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> being able to you know, clear my mind get in the zone yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a good week of gaming. A very
1: diverse week of gaming. Um, I I've got a lot of different games that I'm looking forward to playing next week, and one of them is Toka Touring Cars 2*. Nice. <laughs> From, uh, yeah, I downloaded that today. Uh, I think it came out in about '97. <laughs> um, I plan to talk for several hours about that in podcast <laughs> eight. Yeah, it'll Can't be a, be, a, be a, a four hour edition <laughs> where we talk about all things talker straight yeah. off the bat. Nice. No, I, I promise. I promise that won't happen. But uh, <laughs> good. But thank you very very much for listening. Yeah. And, uh We will be back this time next week. Uh, remember to subscribe to us. We'd love an iTunes review. That'd be nice. How about it? Go on.
0: Adair ya. Have we had one? I don't know. I haven't even been on iTunes, mate.
1: It'd be really nice. It'd be nice of you. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. We are Facebook forward slash justice for gamers. We are Twitter at justice for gamer. Um, we're also on Google Plus and fuck knows uh, what that one is. But uh, we're on YouTube as well, if you search justice for gamers, we're currently in a titanic struggle with a channel called Gamers for Justice over who is going to be number one on YouTube when you see. Say- we will destroy them. Yep, we'll do them in. It's a couple of little kids. We could have them.
0: They know nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, we'll challenge them. We'll challenge them yeah. to a duel. Yes, It'll be beautiful. Um, throw down some fisty yes, caps. That'll about do us for this week. So until uh, next time, it is goodbye from me. And it is goodbye from Ash. Bye. Goodbye you've been listening to the justice for gamers podcast with ash and me alex we release this every sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash justiceforgamers, or Twitter at justiceforgamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact@justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time.